Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everyone. Sandman here. I was going to make this video a while ago, but I've had a lot of donation-based videos and topics to cover. And in fact, I'm dedicating this entire video to Omar, who made a donation recently. By now, most of you have already heard of the antics of Matt Taylor, wearing his bowling shirt with images of scantily clad women on it, and he wore it shortly after the Rosetta spacecraft landed on a comet. But what no one seems to want to talk about is that Shirtgate, as it's known, is really a giant-sized shit test. A shit test on the scale of the entire Western civilization. And Matt Taylor failed that shit test when he went on national television and decided to break down crying. As far as I'm concerned, he should have gone on to national television with Ellie Preisman, his female friend that sewed together this shirt for him, in order to show everyone that he wasn't actually a casual misogynist, but he was actually wearing the shirt in her honor. I heard somewhere that she is also a feminist, so he could have used this entire situation to his advantage, but instead he failed the public shit test that he was exposed to, and he could have gone one step further by bringing Ellie Preisman and two or three of her friends on national television with him. He should have actually played up to this story like Bob Barker did back when he was hosting the Price is Right television show. And if you remember back to Bob Barker, he had his own casual brand of patriarchy on that show that went as far as objectifying the women on the show by calling them Barker's beauties. And Matt Taylor should have been broadcasting to the world that if men are going to be shit-tested by feminists, then they need to stand up to those same types of women. Bringing three or four beautiful women onto television with him would have cemented him as an alpha male. He would have passed the shit test that women and feminists were putting him through and shown the rest of society the social proof that he was actually the type of guy that women found attractive because he wasn't going to apologize for his actions. And how could a man be portrayed as sexist if he surrounds himself with women that are willingly there to support him? This would expose the hypocrisy of feminism. And I don't know if the ESA or European Space Agency forced Matt to go on television and apologize or if it was ultimately his own decision. And I don't know if he could have spoken to the and I don't know if he could have spoken to a publicist before making his apology. Remember, it's not just him that's being shit tested here, but the entire European Space Agency. Anyways, feminism often feeds women mixed messages and confuses them. And I believe that deep down most women want to be dominated, just like deep down most men want to be dominators. Growing up, I was taught to respect women and not dominate them, but instead treat them equally and with respect. And to this day, I still treat most women equally if they treat me the same way back. But if they shit-test me or challenge my behavior or try to besmirch my honor, self-respect, or personal actions, I let them have it. And I won't keep my mouth shut. And over the last year, there have been occasions where I've told women off publicly and humiliated them in front of their friends and acquaintances. And then later on, they were in my bed. And that's something that they never taught men and boys when I was growing up. No one ever taught me that calling women out on their shit made them more attracted to me. Actually, I'm partially wrong about that. When I was in the ninth grade, I was reading The Taming of the Shrew by William Shakespeare, which is a play about a woman that is behaving badly and won't do as she's told. And then she's paired off with a man that proceeds to break her down and build her back up into a woman that's more respectful and giving. I read it back in the mid-1990s and wonder if it's even taught in high school classes today. 
because it would certainly be considered sexist in today's social and political climate. Matt Taylor should have taken ownership of that shirt, just like sluts take ownership of what they wear in public slut walks. For Matt Taylor, covering the tattoos on his arms and putting on a politically correct t-shirt was the wrong way to go. What he should have done was stand tall and proud and tell feminism and gynocentrism that no, he wasn't going to take them seriously, and no, he wasn't going to apologize. And I believe he was in the right and could have actually won the public relations war that was being waged against him. A few weeks ago, when former Canadian radio announcer Gian Gomeshi went on Facebook and told the world, yes, he was consensually hitting and choking women, and that he was dating, many women initially supported him, including the leader of the Green Party of Canada. And Gian Gomeshi probably felt like he was being shit-tested by the CBC, or Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. And I told everyone that bringing up this story into the public eye was wrong, because it showed that he was acting illegally. And he ended up taking on a shit-test that he couldn't pass. In fact, he should have just kept his head down and not made his sexual preferences public, and he could have walked away completely unscathed. Instead, his PR firm abandoned him, as well as public opinion, and now the Toronto Police Department up here in Canada is investigating him for sexual assault. He couldn't keep his critical thinking cap on, and it shows, because he probably had hundreds of women in his life, and he was used to being shit-tested. I think this whole issue has to do with respect, and I see now that pushing or putting down women tends to excite them. And I wish it wasn't low. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like that, but the evidence points in a different direction. And I'm putting a link to the video about Gian Gomeshi that I did a while back in the description below so that you know what I'm talking about. I was originally going to spend my time in this video talking about the hypocrisy of women at slut walks parading their bodies in the downtown cores of major cities all over the world. And then Matt Taylor wears a shirt with similarly clad women on it and gets attacked by feminists for doing so. Apparently, it's not only women that are allowed to publicly show off naked and half-naked bodies of women and receive status for it. And you don't see feminists openly attacking men that are involved in pornography in the media. Pornographers still might make a lot of money from porn, or they used to at least anyways, but they don't have status. Matt Taylor, on the other hand, had status for helping to land a spacecraft on a comet, and then he has the nerve to objectify women and think that he can get away with it. That's the way that feminists see it, they don't see a man, they see status. And they aren't really attacking him, they're actually attacking the irony that this man has status for his scientific accomplishments. And then they see a half-naked woman on his shirt, and it reminds them of themselves, and that they will never land a spacecraft on a comet themselves, let alone launch an object into space. They will never achieve the level of status that he has, and he's reminding them of this particular fact. He reminds women that they will never accomplish or invent anything on the same level as men. To them, the shirt represents all they will never be, and this really upsets them subconsciously. And this is why I believe women aspire to control the social dialogue in our society, because without that control, their true nature would be revealed. And everyone would know that many women out there don't have much to bring to the table. The feminists attacking Matt Taylor were describing this shirt as casual sexism, and they say it's things like this shirt that make women not want to go into the sciences. And to a certain extent, I do agree with that statement. But not because it hurts their feelings, but because the shirt reminds them that they will never match the accomplishments of men. 
Even when men are handicapped and pushed down by society, we often find loopholes and rise to the top. We will always find a way to solve the problems around us due to our curiosity and desire to be the best at what we do. And no matter what women try to do to stop us, we will always find a way to outsmart and outthink them. And that, gentlemen, is what this shirt is saying. And the irony is that Matt Taylor probably wasn't even seeing it this way. He saw it as just another cool shirt that matched his tattoos. And Matt failed the shit test because he cried on national television. No one likes a weak man. Not women. Not men. And certainly not children. And Matt Taylor probably didn't even know that he was being shit tested. He should have owned that shirt. He should have come back to the media guns blazing and said that feminism was being hypocritical and that he was just supporting his female friend. Instead, his reputation gets a public flogging, or its 21st century equivalent. Since this story hit the airwaves, I've been looking everywhere online to see if I can find a shirt like that and wear it in solidarity with Matt. And I think this whole incident represents a great opportunity for both the men's rights movement as well as MGTOW. Many of us have spoken about the idea of having a male event to compete with slut walks. Some people have suggested cock walks or wallet walks. But what about a shirt walk? What if hundreds of men marched down the streets with images of scantily clad women covering their shirts? What do you guys think would happen in this particular case? I would love to see how someone in the men's rights movement organizes such an event and then basically gets women to join in on the marching. That would surely be a great way to rub the shirtgate incident into the faces of feminists. And think about Matt Taylor as well as other highly intelligent men involved in the sciences. They've probably spent so much of their lives building up who they are and their specializations and their skills. And because of that, their social skills are probably stunted or worse. And what I really find tragic in this entire situation is that Matt Taylor should have taken some time to think about his response and possibly even hired a public relations firm to help him. If you have a woman attacking your reputation and you're a man, you shouldn't try to defend yourself by yourself. What you need to do is find another woman to defend you, just like you need to find a lawyer when you've broken the law. And there's no shame in that. And there's nothing quite as satisfying as watching a good catfight where two women fight over each other and over your reputation. And there's nothing left for you to do but put your feet up, eat some popcorn, and watch. In the future, whenever a man accomplishes a great thing, his greatest enemy is not jealousy from other men or the state, but increasingly from women. Women who are equal to accomplish what he's accomplished, but at the same time are unable to do what he does. Gynocentrism has promised women that they're just as capable and free as men to do whatever they want. But women are now starting to realize that they need men to do things for them that they can't. And I think we're seeing that with the growth of the neoconservative movement within the men's rights movement. Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. Thanks again to Omar for his donation. And thank you everyone else for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.